Hey, this is Michael Wynn with Oasis Ministries. Me and my wife, we are the youth pastors at MDT Church. You all have been watching and listening to this podcast of Oasis Online. And I want to give you all a little information. Brother Shane has been doing an incredible job. This week he has um, some sermons and some revivals he's going to be doing. And he wasn't able to come and record with us today. So we was talking this morning. And honestly, I had a little thought on my mind anyways. Let's start here. We're going to go straight into James chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. We all want some resistance between us and the devil. Can we, can we just agree on that? There, we want that space. We want that rejection. We want him gone. When we've committed our lives to Christ, we're done with him. You know, whether before Christ, whether we admitted it or not, we were servants of his kingdom. We were part of his plan. We were part of his world. But then when we, resist, when we get saved and we give our lives to Christ and we become the sons and daughters of our God, we become the sons and daughters of the world Savior, now we don't have to be a part of this. But there is going to be a devil coming after you. And the Bible gives us this plain formula. He gives us these plain steps of how to resist him. We're going to go through this. But, you know, I, I thought I wanted to start this. How do I resist the devil? How do I get away from the devil? How do I stop his attacks? How do I stop his plans? How do I stop his pain on me? How do I stop his problems? And it's, it's not that simple as going straight to resistance. This is a two-part verse. Part one is submit yourselves, therefore, to God. It doesn't just say resist the devil and he will flee. We have to start with submitting ourselves to God. So let's, let's look into this. How do we submit to God? You know, I, in my mind, I've committed my life to Him. I've given Him my heart. I've given Him my soul. I've given Him my life. What, what, God, what can I do as a Christian? How can I submit? First and foremost, we need to submit our hearts. You know, something that the Bible breaks up is you have a heart and you have a soul. These are different things. And we're going to go through this today. Ezekiel chapter 36 and 26 a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. So many times when we get saved, we don't realize that before all this stoniness, all this bitterness, all this heaviness that we carry in our heart day to day, that pressure on our chest, those pains, those past words said to us. And when we submit ourselves to God, we can start letting this stuff go. We can start giving up this stuff. We can start living a fuller, healthier, and happier life. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. Now the end of the commandment is charity, out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and of a faith unfeigned. When you refuse to submit your heart to God, you start to harden your heart. Proverbs 28, 14. Happy is the man that feareth always, but he that hardeneth his heart shall fall into mischief. God, please don't let me harden my heart and fall into mischief. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 9 and 10. Now this one, I want you all to hear what I'm saying here. This is not what I'm saying, what the Bible is telling us here. Ch uh, chapter 17, verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, searcheth the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. The Bible tells us that God is searching our heart. And it is also telling us that in our heart it can be deceitful and it can be wicked. 
I, we need our prayer to be, God, I want to submit this heart to you. I want to give this heart to you. And God, I want this to be a clean and usable vessel for your kingdom, for your glory. Matthew chapter 15 and verse 19. For out of the heart proceeded evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Friends, I'm telling you right now, you cannot trust your heart. The heart is not something that you can give submission to. The heart is not something that you can give confidence in. God warns us constantly of the dangers of our own heart. Acts chapter 8 verse 22. Repent therefore of this thy wickedness and pray God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. God can forgive you of the things in your heart and God can change your heart. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Our first step in all of this is we have to submit our heart. And I'm telling you, the heart of the heart is a deceitful and is it a tricky thing, but you can pray to God and you can tell him, God, this is something I'm struggling with. God, this is the issue I'm at. Don't be ashamed. God knows you anyways. And just let him know I need help here. Number two, and mom always told us this one growing up, submitting our intentions and choices. The, sometimes the actions we do don't matter if we have bad intentions. You can do a good thing with a bad intention and it makes it irrelevant. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 2. All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. <laughs> that matters no matter how, look, how you look at the ways, how good you think what you're doing is. God is looking at your spirit for him. God's looking at your intentions. God's looking at your heart. God's not just looking at the action. God, God is a big picture God. And God is a personal God. Uh, Philippians chapter 2, uh, start in verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. I'll read that verse five again. Let his mind be in you. You know, we were, we're talking here about our intentions and our choices and all this stuff that comes from our mind. You can have the mind of Christ in you. The Bible tells us that, you know, we, we look at how great a Christian can truly be. We say, how can I ever reach that, God? How can I ever obtain this level of godliness and Christ-likeness that you have? We can pray. Uh, well, we, thought, we can play that His mind be in us. His choices be in us. His purity be in us. Coming down, what's the next thing we can submit? We can submit our souls. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22 and 23. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto feigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of uh, incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both body and both soul and body and hell. We was talking about this the other day. So many times we worry and we get concerned with what people think of us. 
we get these things in our mind, we get these things in our spirit, and all it does is it weighs us down, it breaks us down. Is what is this person going to think? What is this? God, I'm struggling with a sin, but I don't know how to get help. God, I'm struggling with depression, but I don't know how to get help because I don't know how to reach out because I'm worried what someone's going to think. People's thoughts cannot send you to heaven or hell. And those thoughts that you're battling, those issues that you're battling, those insecurities that you're battling, step in on this, this sin that you're battling, who we need to get to is Christ. And we're so worried about what people might think, the one who already knows what you're going through, we're not worried about what he thinks. And I'm telling you right now, he is your rescue story, he is your help, he is your strength, and you need to take this directly to him. If you're struggling and saying, I don't know who I can trust with this mess, I don't know who I can go to this mess, if you ain't got a leader in your life, get it straight to God. Because God, He died on the cross for you. Don't think that He's going to throw you away because of this mistake. You're watching this video right now. You're looking for some help. You're looking for some change. And God's wanting to speak into your life and say, come to me. Let me wash this off. Let me clean this up. Let me show you my mercy renews every day. Let's start over and let's fix this. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse, we're going to start in verse 20. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. But if the wicked will turn from all of his sins that he have committed, and keep all of my statues, and do that which is lawful and right, he shall surely live. Tell yourself, I'm going to live. And then it goes on and says, he shall not die. All his transgressions that ye have committed, they shall not be mentioned upon him uh, unto him. In his righteousness that ye have done, hath done, he shall live. You're worrying about the wrong people. God is breaking it down very simple here. If you've sinned, if you've messed up, if you've backslid, whatever's going on in your life, today is a fresh start. God is a God of fresh starts. He's a God of day. He's a God of night. He's a God of seasons. He's a God of years. And this is your new season. And God's telling you right now, yeah, you may have messed up. Yeah, you may have caused a lot of hurt. Yeah, you may have caused a lot of pain. But today is a day we're going to forgive you. We're going to take not only your sin, we're going to take your iniquity too. We're going to wash it off your soul. And we're going to start over today. And you know what? You're, you're worried, God, I can't be used no more. I'm I'm a mess up. I'm a mistake. No, God has a plan for you today. God doesn't want to throw you away. God's not the God of throwing people away. God's the God of fresh starts. Take this opportunity. Resubmit your soul if you've backslid. Resubmit your soul if you've fallen. And tell him, say, God, I want to be a part of this. I want a fuller and better life. Coming down, we can submit all of our non-Christ-like desires. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against your soul. The devil is here to kill, to steal, and to destroy. God is here that you might have life and you have it more abundantly. There are these things that we call sin that are separating us from God. And he is wanting to come in here and take these non-Christ-like desires, these non-Christ-like issues, these non-Christ-like Pass to consequences out of your life. But we have to submit to it. We can't just say, okay, I'm not going to sin. Too much flesh in your body for that. You can't do this alone. You've got to bring your flesh under submission to a God that loves you. 
And you've got to tell them, God, I have these issues, I have these problems, but I know you can help me, you can change me, and you can put me on the right path. Romans chapter 8, verses 6 through 9. For the carnally minded is death. Tell yourself it is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. I don't know about you, but what, what the world's going through, with what we've been through in 2020, I want a mind of peace. I want a life full of peace. I want, I want a house of peace for my daughter. But we got to understand, the carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to change my attitude and I'm going to have a more spiritually minded life. Okay, we're in verse 7 now. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Tell yourselves they cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from our unrighteousness. Sometimes we go to these prayers and we say, God, forgive me of this. But we forget he's also a cleanser. Now, when God cleanses, we have a choice. We can go back to this sin. We can go back to these issues. We can go back to these problems. We can go back to that lifestyle. But God, God is faithful and he is just. And God wants to offer you these opportunities of escape. But it is your choice. And we can say, God, I asked for your forgiveness, but I'm back in the same mess again. Pray to him. Say, God, you promised not only to forgive me, I need cleansing. God, I need cleansing in my spirit. I need cleansing in my heart. I need cleansing in my mind. I need cleansing in my soul. God, I want to submit all of these parts to me to you, and I want to change. Tell yourself, I want to change. Okay, now we're coming down. We're getting close to the end here. Submitting our shame. Matthew 26, verse 38. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. Psalms chapter 34, verse 5. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted with me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is health of my countenance, my God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Psalms chapter 34, verse 5. They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. We carry, we cleanse our soul, we cleanse our mind, we cleanse our spirit, we start living this holiness and this righteousness lifestyle. And then we carry all these mistakes in our mind, and then we let that turn into shame. And you know what? That is the devil robbing you of joy. That is the devil robbing you of peace. And I tell you right now, re resist the devil. Resist this. Say, I've already submitted all these things. Now, God, I want this shame gone. God, I want to be a new creature made in you. God, if you forgive me, if I believe this word, if I believe this word right here, and this word tells me his mercy endureth forever, his mercy is new every day, he casts my sin as far as the east is from the west, and he forgets it. God, why am I carrying this shame? I'll tell you why you're carrying this shame. It is to distract you from your call. You're carrying that shame because the enemy knows if he can't get you messing up anymore, he can't get you making mistakes anymore, he can't get you down and discouraged anymore, he'll just blind you with shame and you won't see your true call. Tell God right now, I don't want to carry this no more. God, I want a change. 
closing out with this one right here, Romans chapter 8, verses 6 and 7. We've got to submit our mind. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually... Oh, we, we hit this one already. This is, I put it again because it was one of my favorites. Now, I wanted to do this, this first verse. I want to end you with here. James chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. This went on a little long, so I realize we're going to have to turn this into a two-part uh, podcast. We've talked about submitting ourselves to God. We've talked about submitting to Him. But next time we're going to go in, how do I resist the devil? How do I resist him out of my life? I want to end this real quick. I want to end this with a prayer with you. I want to end this. There's people all around us struggling with one of these things or struggling with some way in their life with the devil attacking them. And we've hit part one hard. How do we submit? And I want you to be free. I want you to be thriving. I want you to be happy. And I want you to have the presence of God in your life. Bow your heads with me. Lift your hands. If you're alone right now, if you're hiding right now to watch this video or to listen to this podcast, take a moment and pray with me. We're going to say, God, I know I cannot do this alone. I know I can't make it on my own. I know I'm facing a real enemy. And I know that in my life he has made some attacks. God, today I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to change my mindset. I'm going to change the way I approach all of this. And I'm going to realize that there is power inside of me. And his name is Christ Jesus. And I'm going to submit myself to him. I'm going to submit my actions to him. I'm going to submit my soul to him. I'm going to submit my heart to him. I'm going to submit my mind to him. And God, going forward, I'm going to expect change. God, going forward, I'm going to have a new strength. I'm going to have new desire. I'm going to have new ability. And when we go into this next topic, resisting the devil, I'm going to have a whole new offense. God, I pray that you give each of these people strength in their submission to you. I pray that we start even today before we go into this next topic, you start helping them and showing them how they can resist the enemy. God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for each and every partner and donor of Oasis Ministries that makes this possible, that makes our outreach possible. God, bless your name and we thank you. Friends, we love you here at Oasis Ministries. What we do, we cannot do without you. On Tuesdays, we've been doing a new thing. It's called Testimonial Tuesdays. And we talk about the good that God's doing through Oasis. We've got some stories coming up today or whenever this video posts, we're recording on Tuesday. We've got some stories coming up, but be sure to come by one of our socials and check in and see some of the testimonies happening out of Oasis. Uh, we got some resources we're giving away from free if you're interested. We have the Bible course that we're doing for free, and that is exploding. Just this year, it is, it, it's grown twofold, it feels like. It is, it is fantastic. We have our spiritual checklist. That is a way that we can look at ourselves and we can see what do we need to work on? How can we align ourselves with this gospel? How can we align ourselves, mirrored image to God, and be closer to Him? And we have our prayer journal. Pastor personally did that one. I want to tell you the prayer journal is life-changing. It changes your mind from, God, can you fix this, to, God, I've seen what you've done. Let's fix this. I spoke, I don't want to go too far. I need to stop. Spoke with a gentleman yesterday, and his mother was in the ICU. And I was thinking, he was telling me the story of the process and everything happened. I was thinking how terrifying. And I told him, I said, I couldn't imagine being in your shoes of how scary this was. And he said, Mike, here's something you got to hear. He said, I bowed my head and I told God, God, I've seen you too much, do too much to stop now. And then this man starts telling me miracle after miracle after miracle. 
That's where the enemy messes up. If God's already done too much and my faith is already stretched too big, I can believe anything can happen. So if, if you're having issues when you pray and to believe it is possible, if you have any issues when you want to grow, if you want to grow your faith, get the uh, prayer journal. This one is life-changing. This one is literally spiritually and physically changing to the way you believe in your prayer life. We'll have the links below. Thank you so much for listening with us. Thank you so much for watching with us. If you're listening on the podcast, go to our website. It is Oasis, O-A-S-I-S, Ministries, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-S.com. In the top, there will be a resource tab. Under that will be all these things, and we would love to just send it to you for free. Thank you. This is Michael Wynn with Oasis Ministries. God bless you.